0: Welcome back to Movie Trailer Reviews Podcast. Your host Chris here with Roe and Brandon. And we are here to review the movie from Alexander Payne called The Holdovers. A cranky history teacher at a remote prep school is forced to remain on campus over the holidays with a troubled student who has no place to go. go. Uh, It it stars Paul Giamatti, uh, Divine Joy Randolph, Dominique Sissa, uh, Carrie Preston, um, what do you guys think of the film? I actually liked it. I was pleasantly surprised. I saw it a long time ago, um,
1: and it even holds up on rewatch. Uh, it, I mean, it's you know, it's a seventies kind of sad holiday drama. I was really happy that the focus was more fa- Paul Giamatti than it was the teenager because I hate that kid, but. It's one of those situations where you have a curmudgeon teacher, you've got an uptight, obnoxious kid, and I like that they did it in like the old boarding school environment where those attitude, where those personalities really exist. But I love Divine Joy Randolph in this, and I love how they let her be a real, fleshed out person who mattered, had her own backstory, that it was important. And it wasn't just about facilitating good lessons for the young bucks at this prep school. She was a real person, and I got invested. And the more you learned about Paul Giamatti and how he ended up where he is and how he is, uh, yeah, it's just, it was, it's a bittersweet kind of drama that reminds you that there isn't much that Paul Giamatti cannot do if you ask it of him in a role. So I enjoyed
0: it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, um,
2: I mean, I really like this one. This was one of the ones I think this was the one I first started with, um, with the screeners that they sent, cause it just it just had that aesthetic on the the trailer that I saw. I really like, like, I really like, you know, seventies style shot films, especially like coming of age drama type films. It's just something about the grain of the film, the type of music that they use, the pacing of the film. The conversations, the way the angles and the way they shoot certain characters and the way they focus and really like bring out particular emotions, like you said, especially with like Devon, I felt like I've loved all her roles. Like I I loved all of her scenes in this movie and I love that they kind of like aged her and she was able to, you know, step up to that. She felt like, you know, an older character and the grief that she was going through. I like films where they have characters that have their own stories within the main story going on. And her story was very captivating. You know, like she didn't need to do a whole lot of talking or anything like that. She got to be a black character in this era and interact with these white characters that had these problems that I don't get that. I thought were, were interesting. Right. But they was a lot of them. there was white people. problems, And I thought her problem, what she was dealing with, it, that just, it was more captivating to me and in her scenes were more emotional. I was just kind of like drawn in a lot with her. Paul mind can really do no wrong. Um, the character that played the kid, just Dominic Sessa. I enjoyed uh, his scenes as well. I, I love their Dutch-like relationship. That's the first thing I thought of with these, with these kids left behind to this type of situation until it turns into one kid left behind. I was like, oh, my God, it's like Ed O'Neill and fucking Dutch is what's going on here. And, you know, ultimately, the, the story that they had where you learn about his holdups and, you know, his depression and stuff. And then you, you find out more about Paul Giamatti's character as well. Why this teacher might be so angry and, and you know, kind of so coarse with these kids. And, and plus these kids are little shits, which, you know, Divine's character says at one point. Um, and it, overall, like this is definitely something I would like. I would watch if it, if I saw it on television. Like if it was if it was the '90s and it was coming on like TNT or TBS, and I had seen it before already, I definitely this was one that I would sit down and watch again, and it would become a favorite that I was oh you know the holdovers is on, and I would watch it. So I really like this one. This is kind of yeah. why I like critic season to get films like this in my hand.
0: Yeah. No. I um. I think this is one of those films, again, it's a pleasant surprise. Um, and I think they're... It's funny because this is one of those films that... Just like the characters is it's not what it seems. So there's a lot of... When you describe who these characters are and the settings and the scenes, you can kind of start putting your, you start putting your head together as like, oh, yep, this character's going to do this, this is why, and this is how this movie's going to go. You'd be wrong on all accounts, right? This film does not go the the same directions that i think other films would have gone with that it would have been very tropey and very predictable um it doesn't do that like you said um uh uh paul giamatti's character devon Joy, randolph's character both of their characters and even their interaction with the, the with the kids like one of the kids that's held held back it's one of the, the football players right and you're thinking oh okay He's going to be the chief dick. And it turns out, like, actually, he's actually less of a dick than the other ones were. Um, And actually, it was kind of cool, you know? It was like, wait. And to, and that's, there's a lot of that going on in this film where it's like the the preconceived notions you have about everyone. And I, and I think that's also one of the, the storylines in this entire film. The preconceived notions you come in as an audience member to watch these films aren't really what... Where these characters ended up once you really start to to get to know them and, and the story starts to unfold, and I think that's one of the things that really helps this film is that as the 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 story actually becomes as the story goes on, you become more invested in it, you become more invested in the people, and you start learning more and more about them. And just like Paul starts warming up to 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 Angus, you as the audience member start warming up to the characters. You're like, wait, there's there's way more going on here. Like when you find out really what is driving both Paul and Angus and their behavior, you're like, Oh, you guys won. You got needed each other. You got needed this, but he's like, I can kind of understand. I understand why you are the way you are. Right. I understand the, why you're acting up this way. And again, there's more to that. And again, unlike the last one we talked about when it comes to you know uh it lives inside where you have the magical negro the way they handle mary's character she's a, a living br- breathing fully fleshed out character that that helps it, it actually her character does actually help the other two characters but not in a magical negro way right she feels like she is part of the the cash a fully fleshed out character you're learning more about her journey as well it doesn't feel like she's a trope, which is I'll be honest was also something I was worried about and it doesn't happen here. And again, we were just talking about it lives inside and what happens with the character there. It completely does not happen in the holdovers. And, um, yeah, I, I think this is definitely one of, of, of the best films we, we've, we've gotten so far. Um, and just having a complete story, um to tell that goes through a range of emotions yeah i have been waiting also
2: months. that gym scene oh go like, go. Bro. no go be no. oh i was i was just saying that gym scene i rewound about five times <laughs> <and> <laughs> that shit had me crying i was like i don't i still don't understand how exactly he landed that caused that to happen. But man, the, everything after that. And then for you to see that this kid is is truly intelligent. Like he's 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 he can be a dick, but he's not really a dick. And you you see that with his interaction with the the Asian character who also could have been a trope, but we are taking in a character at the times right now, right? It, the way he interacted with that kid, the way he interacted with the younger kids, he, and it's funny that we didn't spend much time with this group of kids but you got to see all their personalities individualized and there were strong personalities there. And then they kind of get whisked away and we're stuck with him and we see that he, he's not a one dimensional character at all. The scenes where he literally acts uh, to, to fix situations or, you know, to be funny or to, to, stir up issues. He is brilliant in those scenes. And I was just like, okay, this this kid is a pro- this this kid is a problem, but I also see why he needs he needs help. And I it it was just I don't know, man. Like the whole hospital scene, just that whole story that he came up with was after what he'd done. And it's like those moments start to really soften Paul Giamatti's character throughout the film, to where they do build this bond. You know, and it it ends the way it ends, and I, I pretty m- I prefer endings like the way this film ends, right? You you know, people people are in your life for seasons, and some have small effects on you, and some have big effects on you, and I you know I feel like this this film leans very hard into that with the way the ending goes, and I think I, mean, I think endings like those are kind of cool, actually. So I
1: mean, it follows the beat to the Grinch. <laughs> Y- yeah, I know you went to Dutch, but my mind immediately went to the Grinch. I mean, uh, the the way that they wind you into showing you Paul Giamatti's character's routine, the way that they kind of give you just a touch of what it's like to be in this kind of dorm setting with the prep school. You get, um, you get the aside conversations with the other teacher, then you get the one-on-one conversation between him and the dean. But the whole time, all of this is going on, and the bigger thing is, like you said, they end up having to you know the bridge between them isn't actually divine's character but they both end up standing in support because of you know the depth of things that are going on and i also think one of the other things that was great was how they played the scene where they all went to a party because it's very rare that they let a dark-skinned bigger black woman actually sit in a place of grief that rides to anger and they don't take it somewhere ugly and mm-hmm. I I loved how they kind of developed that all the way out, but they also still had her be the kind of person saying, "If this bitch don't get out my face," and they let her be real. And but then you, all of the softer elements actually were within the male characters, but they were still real and fleshed out. And it's the Grinch. It's it's straight up. Twas the night before damn Christmas. The the whole humanity arc. Building back the layers, uh, all they did everything short of singing Christmas time is here around a damn Christmas tree. I mean, you know, we had a parking lot and a fire, but but so, but it's it's it, and I didn't really see that until I've been waiting a really long time to talk about the holdover with y'all because I saw it early, um, and I and when I watched it again, it it hit even harder. I'm like, no, this humanity arc, and you know, yeah, because at first you feel like. But it is, it is, it truly is kind of like a blend of Dutch and the Grinch that stole Christmas. And I didn't know I needed a 70s period piece um, that gave me those vibes. But apparently that's what I needed in my life. Because this is, yes.
2: I think it's yes. different when you tell these types of stories using the 70s. That that whole just motif, right? I just think it's different. I think they hit different. It's, it's like, the, again, the grain, the color, the soundtrack. The pacing, all of that stuff just hits different. And it, it may, I feel like it just helps these films feel more fleshed out and they don't feel rushed, but they don't feel too long either. I don't know. It's for me, it's just, it's just something about just the whole aesthetic. Well, there's a certain permissiveness with films over and over again.
1: But there's a certain permissiveness that existed in the 70s that if you do the aesthetic right and you really kind of commit to the storytelling, there's room for you to play and move and for people to feel like they have weight. And for you to tell kind of a story that's working on multiple levels without having to be overt. Uh, We don't really get that anymore because, you know, the greedy 80s reduced the type of hell, it even reduced the type of white man we got on TV. So you wouldn't have got a Paul Giamatti. Not like this, not not with the happy ending being in his like the more the story would have been the the thwarted love story, you know, that wouldn't have been a red herring here. All of these different things. I think that there's just something unique if you do it right and you rest it in the 70s and you know, your 70s drama. Mm -hmm. Especially your bittersweet drama, it it gives you a lot of room to play with. And clearly, you know, Mr. Payne knows his shit, but we already knew that, right?
2: Yeah, I, man. Um, you,
1: did you watch The Descendants?
2: The um with uh, Clooney. Yeah. Which Descendants? We, what is the, which Yeah, yeah. I watched. The, I remember Descendants. That's how Payne. That A while ago. Yeah, but that's pain. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Sideways was pain. Okay. Yes. Yeah, sideways knows. makes
2: sense. I could absolutely. Yeah, Nebraska. So he, I could see that. Yep.
1: So he knows that kind election of enterprise. No, it's not. No, it's not. That whole scene where he's like, yeah, yeah. When he's telling him, you don't know nothing about me, that's straight election. What you talking about? Why are you tripping? Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: So uh-huh. Did we lose him? No, I'm here.
0: Yeah, you know, I don't know. I agree with everything said. So. No. Um, yeah, no, I didn't have anything else, though really add in on that but um well if you yeah well if you had to give it a score you go first um for me for this i would give it uh i think i'm at an eight and a half agreed
2: yeah that's pretty much where i'm at
0: Hmm.
2: i would watch this with my pops i could watch this with ash i've watched some of it with ash But, you know, I really enjoyed this. Like, this is definitely a Saturday afternoon chill flick for me.
1: I think it's still in movies movies places. I'm pretty sure it's also hit VOD if you're not going to the movies.
2: These are the types of films I actually want to go to, like, Charles Theater to see. Being surrounded by everybody's (laughs) great-grandparents. And they're they're eating that original... Popcorn popping so, so pop, so I don't she, know about like, that. Because there's going to be she, that one
0: scene where they at the restaurant and they're going to be like, well, no, 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 no. She shouldn't be allowed to sit there with them them two white men there. So I don't know if I want to sit there with just any old bodies, like <laughs> folks, you know? Yeah. I like it. Old people just, be in the theater. Mm, I like
2: Because old people be in the theaters and they'd be like, mmm. <laughs> unrealistic. Like,
0: mm. <laughs> unrealistic. <laughs>
2: What's that is that a, that's not how white people should treat black people? Mm. Oh, that's, or is that a, what's <laughs> that nigger doing over restaurant there? At my restaurant. Mm. Or the ones who think
1: they know the time period who always like, that wouldn't have really happened like that. Not in that time. That's, that didn't really happen. I was like, in Boston? In Chicago? Yeah, it did. You better shut up?
2: Yeah, they went north. That was quick. All right, That was quickly going to happen. They went like, north. <laughs> they started so in Virginia, right? they start in Virginia? Like.
1: <laughs> like a, oh, your was like. I hate, I hate you so much right now. I
2: was like, uh, <laughs> uh, that whole bar scene. <laughs> I was like, all of this is authentic.
1: <laughs> These
2: might not even be actors. Mm-hmm. They just called <laughs>
1: like their friend and said, hey, come to this bar. I got to do this thing. Just be yourself.
2: I'm going to turn the camera on. I never been I've never seen this film but I've heard all these stories in games. <laughs> this is this is legit. He's cons- he, like
1: Al- when 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 Alexander Payne is in his bag, he's got this keen ability to pull all these little things together and I mean he's nine feature films in and like yeah, it's he takes all these ordinary things and puts them next to each other and he's made something just yeah. This is a good holiday movie. It's it's good. I enjoyed the shit out of the whole and I liked it more the second time than the first. So you're right; it holds up. This is definitely a ooh, it's on TNT. Put it on while I go get my plate. And I say that as a you know, that's not a bad thing where I come from. That's that's how we do. That's what we do. It's holidays. But yeah, yeah, this is a good movie. I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up being a an awards contender.
0: Yeah. Definitely. Um. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh. All right. So there, you guys have it. That is our review for the holdovers. Like you were saying, uh, you can find all our reviews. Go to mtrnumber.net or search for movie trailer reviews on iTunes or Spotify. Um. shit, shit! Spotify saves a lot. Aren't they laying off people? So. Let's yes, see how, they are. Let's see how long Spotify exists. Like I, I love the fact that we're just going. We're going all the way back. We're going all the way back to, you know to the good old days of having to like one thing cause all the other thing people are trying to realize is like we can't, we can't, we can't keep this up. We had no business model. So, um, Stitcher's gone. Let's Wait, see what last... Wait, what's going on in Spotify? Well, no, they're laying people off. I'm just saying, I'm <laughs> saying that because also, you, you know, I don't want to say Stitcher no more because Stitcher's gone. So I'm just like, I'm saying Spotify, but is Spotify gonna still be here?
1: Spotify will be here, uh-huh. they're just, you know, they're just not going to have the employees they need until they need to do another wrap, and then they'll hire everybody uh, so back, and then they'll basically... wait until it's out, and then they'll fire people again, because their uh-huh. CEO likes to waste money on AI, dumb shit.
0: Ah, uh, so basically Twitter, okay.
1: Yes. Okay. Uh. <laughs>
0: mm.
2: Also, kudos to Switch, that's his stitch. They deserve an award for how long they lasted. I'm sorry I did y'all when y'all were telling me y'all like y'all people were still using stitch I was like wait it's it's still up hey I rode
1: stitcher Stitcher till the wheels fell off like until not just when it stopped being supported when it was disappeared Mm -hmm. I rode that till I couldn't stay on that ride no more (laughs) <laughs> I don't care. It was convenient. It put all my shit where I wanted it to. I got timely notifications and it worked. That's all I needed. It did a one thing and I was happy with that thing.
0: You sound like me with my fucking comicology app. I don't 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 get me started. Like gonna, I still I'm look not, we not, had I'm that not, rant. I don't no, know I if you left got, that rant on.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that still up? Nope. What comicology? It's not. Yeah. It's, already, it's been imported over. It's trash now. Yeah. Did you not get your yeah. stuff? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just sorry. asking
2: because I got a bunch of stuff. Like, I went to Third Eye Comics, and I was like, I'm about to buy this comic. And then I thought, wait, I have Comicsology comic. Yeah. I still haven't read. I have feel been, like I don't have nothing. You got comics at home? <laughs>
1: you thought you had comics at home. No, you just gotta go to the I'm sorry,
0: that's terrible. You just gotta go to the, trash, you just gotta go to the trash-ass uh, Kindle app so that's all they're there it's terrible yeah there's no comic
2: app anymore you
0: gotta go back to Mm. reading them by hand
1: no no they integrated them into the kindle app and i apologize in advance for y'all's experience because that kindle app is not set up for comics
0: it's not and they don't seem to understand that and apparently they it's
1: barely set up for the written word right
0: and they they apparently decided that they don't want to hire anybody that's actually read comics to actually design their app so they just keep i mean this yeah I mean I, I'm not gonna do this I'm not to gonna do, I've already I've already done my I've already done my rant about this I'm not gonna do it anymore I'm gonna let it go I'm gonna let it go but fuck them <laughs> fuck them so anyway folks uh, again thank you very much for listening stay tuned we got more coming out so until next time we're out of here peace